Welcome to Art Worlds with me, Dr. Cleo Roberts Comoretti. This is the podcast that tells you all about the art worlds you might have missed. We're going to journey around the globe and talk to artists, patrons and curators from Cambodia to the Democratic Republic of Congo. With this, we'll build a truly international perspective of the many thriving art worlds. The United Arab Emirates, a federation of seven emirates that runs along the eastern coast of the Arabian Peninsula, bordered by Saudi Arabia and Oman, was historically a region dominated by Arab clans and families. Over the years, imperial powers, including Portugal and Britain, have come and gone, leading to the area's independence and then formal unification in 1971, when Abu Dhabi became the capital. Incorporating this largest federate, Dubai, Sharjah, Ajman, Umm al Quwain, Ras al Khaimiyah, and Fujairah, the UAE is a place that melds ancient customs and advanced technologies, intensive urban developments and sprawling desert terrains, and immense wealth and want. As the area has undergone rapid transformation and switched its swathes of deserts for cityscapes and opulent resorts, so too has its contemporary art infrastructure blossomed. Over the last few decades, museums, studio spaces, commercial galleries, auction houses, foundations and art fairs have become permanent fixtures with international renown. Vilma Jukert is the executive director of Al Sakal Initiatives, a Dubai-based arts and cultural enterprise that comprises the cultural district Al Sakal Avenue, Alskal Advisory and Alskal Arts Foundation. First founded in 2007 by patron and businessman Abdelmonim bin Essa Alskal, Vilma joined in 2012 and has driven both the organization's physical expansion and the breadth of its programming. From supporting research and scholarship to co-commissioning art projects with partners across the world and hosting arts festivals in Dubai, Al-Sakal is an integral part of the UAE's art world. Vilma joined me from her office in Dubai to discuss Al-Sakal's approach and its impressive growth. Al-Sakal Avenue opened in 2008. It's less an avenue, more a warehouse district that houses galleries, design studios, coffee shops and restaurants alongside boutique shops. It's a distinct offering in a city that seems to congregate in malls, hotels, and on various beaches. So how did Alskal first start building a community around this area and develop its identity? I think we always coexisted between identity, community, and the built environment, but we were never synonymous with the built environment. And the infrastructure, I mean, if you think about it, back in 2008, it was a very different Dubai, very different cultural geography within the UAE. So it's never easy to be a first because we were really growing together with the infrastructure. And when I look back, I mean, I do feel that the West didn't really know what to do with us because we were grounded in this plurality, right? So. We exist in the form of a neighborhood, of a district, of a community of pioneers and businesses in the arts. Uh, we also have our own foundation. 
it wasn't just kind of one box, no? And the, the model evolved and it continues to evolve. I mean, we view ourselves as a process. I would almost compare us to Abdumalik Simon, who is a well-known urbanist who's written a lot about cities in Africa and the global south. And he always said that the city is not, you know, it's, it's, a the, it's not just a theater, it's um, an infinite form of rehearsal. And that's how I kind of see Al-Sirkan, you know, it's just kind of many attempts uh, in arts and culture that take place in various forms um, that I think really then makes us into uh, Al-Sirkan as an institution as to, and a community as to who we are. That's how I, I see us. And when you said you do lots of different things and there are many layers to Azkal, one of the objectives has been to create what you deem a creative economy in Dubai. And as you said, like in 2008, it was a very different city. Um, how do you think Azkal has worked and helped develop like generations of Emiratis who invested in culture and also, how does that intersect with international consumers and markets? And I always say we serve many publics. And I think, you know, we must recognize that Dubai houses 200 nationalities and that the city is so complex and the social structures are so complex. And, um, and, and so the way I, so I wouldn't get tangled too much in the kind of, reductive regionalism or, or the kind of uh, reason why we exist, that we're only here to uh, contribute to the creative economy. I think it's one of our functions, but not the kind of primary goal. Our mandate is grounded in supporting a new generation of thinkers and practitioners who challenge the conventional. And this was always grounded in the kind of homegrown proposition. And that includes these nationalities and different cultures that the UAE represents. And it manifests in the same kind of plurality where our organization is grounded. So if you thought of Al-Sirkal Arts Foundation, our not-for-profit legacy building arm, you have our research pillars, residency pillars, where we support research and scholarship pertinent to this part of the world. That goes beyond the academic function. Um, and we do the same in, for example, in Al-Sirkal Avenue, we have so many incredible Emirati um, owners and pioneers and founders and entrepreneurs of different initiatives um, that go beyond the arts uh, uh, as well. And, and then Al-Sirkal Advisory now gives us a new form of ability as to how we are able to share or infiltrate some of our thinking or learnings uh, when it comes to programming or strategically planning uh, cultural uh, initiatives in the region and beyond. So, um, so I think overall, uh, there is this kind of multidisciplinarity and interdisciplinarity in our, in the way that we speak as an institution. And so it's not where we always, I always say this, that it's where boundaries for us, where the institutions meet, uh, where the disciplines meet rather than separate. And so 
that's really important to us. So to answer this question about creative economy, I think it's really important to look beyond um, and embrace the complexity of what an institution or an organization is or can be um, instead of attempting to kind of simplify it um, is where I would uh, position Al-Zarkad. And then in terms of your personal background um, in sustainable urban development, I'm really interested in how that has helped shape Al-Sakal. I mean, the reason why I decided to pursue my research in sustainable urban development is because I felt the two disciplines, I mean, clearly Al-Sarkal intersects between the two because there's an aspect of urban periphery, because there's a locale attached to what Al-Sarkal embodies. But then our heartbeat is our cultural program. And, and so always wanted to see how these two, how these two disciplines can meet in the context of the kind of wider world that we live in today. And as a leader of an institution, at the same time as a contributor in, in, in an institution like Al-Sarkal, I felt illiterate. I, how do you connect these three? And that's why I wanted to pursue my research at this stage of my career. And um, it was an important learning curve because it allowed us to then begin thinking as Al-Sarkal, as an institution, how do we begin tackling uh, this world sustainability in our context? Um, and, and, and so we built a program where we've now completed some of our kind of infrastructure projects. Uh, we are now fully solar powered and we save about 1.7 metric tons uh, per year, but we don't really talk about it because I didn't want our initiatives to feel like they're being tokenized. This is just the beginning. We still have so much more to do, but we are beginning to look at our behavior, at the way we commission new body of work. This is why we launched a global co-commission in partnership with Global Cultural Districts Network, where we're engaging five other districts and geographies. Um, uh, think, how can we think together? How can we create together and really challenge the way we commission work, um, where we can escape shipping, where we can look at materiality, where we consider context specificity, but we are also able to assemble a global message um, around uh, climate change and perhaps attempt to redefine um, the role that cultural districts do play in their societies and communities and economies. Um that sort of leads on to something that has been a lot of academics have critiqued about parts of the UAE's art world is that in this desire to be very global, um, there's been an import of like Euro-American infrastructure and theory. And that can and perhaps has done a lot to sort of sideline Arabic speaking artists and those working in more traditional media. And saying that, I'm sure that Alskar has that at the forefront of some of its aims, like being able to sort of 
work on an international level but also without sacrificing space for local artists and can you tell us a bit about how those two strands of the programming play out? It's a, it's a very loaded question. I think I'm trying to deconstruct it piece by it piece. It is loaded. <laughs> <laughs> because I think, um, I mean, one, uh, for one, we, we always, uh, and I say this, I mean, we were never seeking validity from the West. And I think here, there are two ways that you can look at this. The kind of desire that you're mentioning to be part of a kind of global conversation, is that what we should focus on? Or should we focus on the kind of hierarchies that are structured at times from the West that doesn't allow for these wider conversations or dialogues to take place? I think either way, we, we look at this as um, uh, not focusing on emphasizing the binary, uh, but more identifying constellations and in, in areas and in ways that we can go beyond this. And, uh, and certainly, like I mentioned earlier, our mandate to support uh, homegrown, new generation of thinkers and practitioners who might challenge or whose research is pertinent to the region but not geographically connected allows us to be inclusive in, in many ways. And so I think this is where I would um, start or begin to, to answer this question. But of course, you know, we have to excavate deeper and look beyond some of these narratives. Um, I think Documenta this year kind of did that. Um, and, and, and so it's, um, this is something that we all need to continue to do, especially that I think the global dynamics uh, have shifted as well. If you think about cultural production um, and what's happening in the Gulf and the region, um, that marks a completely new conversation. And, and, and you can see that in the kind of, not the scale of the projects, but the kind of intent and, and, and mission and the kind of talent that has been doing this in, in this region for many years. Um, I mean, I always reference Chakrabarti's provi Provincializing Europe, but he's written it in the, in the 90s. I still find it so relevant, although it's 2022. Um, he is the one, you know, who it was written in a different context, of course, and from a different discipline and a point of view. But, you know, he said that we are somehow stuck in a waiting room of history, which uh, I thought was very eloquently put. But the new generation today like I mentioned earlier, from Global East, from, um, I, I don't wanna say Global South because I just, I think this is such a contested term and we all know this, but um, they don't feel like they're in any waiting room anymore. The kind of conversation that is being led, the kind of research, 
the kind of work that's emerging from here. So it's not done with seeking any sort of validity from the West. Um, it's it's done. It's we are not even thinking about it as a matter of fact. It's really um, responding to the local. You've had um, a really busy summer with you do film screenings, public events, performances, and then you've also previously had a number of partnerships with, as you said, like international institutions. So can you tell us a bit about what might be sort of happening later this year or beyond? One uh, project that I already mentioned, Global uh, Co-Commission that we are leading with GCBN, is something that I think uh, is really important to continue following because that will be realized in 2023. Um, Al-Sirkal Avenue is opening this season, end of September, but then we have so many important milestones, festivals, exhibitions throughout the year. You know, it's, it's so difficult to now say that there is one particular uh, date and I think the audience that you are reaching through this podcast, um, I just would invite them to engage with our kind of online platform at that online, where uh, we have some interesting editorial commissions and perspectives, um, not only event-focused um, content that uh, might be interesting and worth engaging with. Uh, at Circle Advisory, we continue to pursue projects and we are programming some of the uh, interesting uh, different institutions in the UAE and beyond. So um, hopefully I'm able to announce some of these projects soon. And the Circle Arts Foundation will be announcing the new selection committee uh, this September and our research grantees um, will be coming this fall and presenting their research and their uh, practice, uh, which I think is um, a fruit of their labor of the past almost three years due to COVID. So there's always something to look forward to because I think for us, it's like I said, we view ourselves as a process, as a product, as a reproducer. It's something that is always it's not static, it's not unchanging. It's constantly evolving. Thank you to Gilma. I feel we only just scraped the surface. If you enjoyed what you heard, then as ever, please do subscribe where you get your podcasts and if you can, leave a review. In the show notes, you can find out more about Al-Sakal and the organisations they work with. Join me next time when we visit Algeria and speak to Miriam Amrun and Khaled Bouzidi, co-founders of the gallery and arts organisation Rhizo. This has been Artworlds with me, Dr. Cleo Roberts-Comoredi. See you on the next journey.